as Cassie in the international tour of A Chorus Line. And I'm Christopher Sieber as the wizard in The Wizard of Oz. And this podcast won't run a week, your bi-weekly musical theater podcast where we talk about musicals. Sorry, I said I was ready and I wasn't. So I came up with something on the fly. It's all right. Those improv skills Those improv are skills. Crisp. Ready to go. Just nice and juicy. Oiled up. Oh, very oiled. Very. very See more deals on me to say? No. Okay. How are you? How the hell are you, kid? How the hell are you, kid? Um, I am good. Stranger Things got extended. Ooh. I forgot that we haven't been able to talk about that. That's um, true. Uh, yeah, Stranger Things got extended. Um, we're until March fifth. Um, very exciting stuff there. That's it. Get gearing up yeah. for audition season. Yeah, we're in the well, not quite in the thick of it, but we're. Getting, we're touching our toes into it. Yeah, we're in the thick part of the thin. Truly, it. truly. I was looking at Playbill today, and I was like, oh my god, there's going to be so many things. Not yet. Not yet. There was stuff before New Year's, mm-hmm. and we haven't gotten the stuff after New Year's yet. Yeah, because everyone's been on holiday. But I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. So why aren't you? Yeah, I've got my little planner. Oh. Like, I'm color-coding ready to I'll show you love I have the planner on my iPad Mm -hmm. but I'm like I don't know I think I need to be someone who like writes things down sure and then I'm like I don't know anyway sure well you know different things work for different people I know you love your iPad I love my digital planner yeah I live for it it's I love my iPad it's my digital planner that I that that I'm not into it's I love my digital planner. It makes things so easy because I can just, like, tap from, like, page to page. I don't have mm. to, like, flip. I can, like, copy and paste things. I don't have to write them over and over again. Mm. See, and I really like writing. You have really nice handwriting, though. True. Me, I write it, and it looks good, and then, I'm like, I'm going to copy that onto every single time I need. Like, oh, I'm working at, like, I'm babysitting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to copy the way I wrote babysitting there for the next six weeks. Love it for you. Yeah. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. The holidays were the holidays. Oh, were they? Glad they're done. You know, needed, I need a, a holiday from my holiday, and, and now we're in audition season. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the thing. Doing the thing. Doing the thing. What I'm excited about is the show that we're talking about today. Oh, are you? Yeah, I am, because we watched the movie last night. Yes. Um, did this... Episode we're going to talk about Matilda the musical. Ah, Matilda. Uh, Matilly Tilly Tilda. And we watched the movie on Netflix last night. I watched it for the first time. Slee so had already seen it. Yes, I have. But it was. It's because I'm dedicated to the craft. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> That's the difference between her and I. That is the real difference. Um. Yeah. So we're talking about Matilda, and let's get into it. Let's we? get into let's it. Let's get into it. So. Um, in 1988, Roald Dahl wrote the original novel, Matilda, 
And, I mean, everyone read that book in school. I didn't. Except for Slee, apparently. Because I'm not dedicated to the craft. No. I was dedicated from, like, before I even knew you. From, before I even knew what a podcast was. Yeah, from Dizay 1. Exactly. Um, that novel was adapted into a 1996 film, uh, which was produced by Danny DeVito, I believe. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He produced it. He plays Mr. Wormwood. And he's also, like, the narrator, which I love. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's Danny DeVito. It's Danny DeVito. Everyone fucking loves Danny DeVito. It also makes me think, and this is not a Matilda podcast, but it makes me think that he, as the dad, learned something from Matilda, mm. which made him a better man, which is, like, why he's the narrator. Yeah. Talking about this moment in her life. Aw. Aw. Aw, she passed away. Aw. Um, in December 2009, the Royal Shakespeare Company, um, across the pond in jolly old England, announced its intention to stage a musical adaptation of Matilda with Dennis Kelly as the playwright and Tim Minchin as the lyricist and composer. You might know Tim Minchin from such great works as Groundhog Day the Musical, starring you Andy Carl. Such mentions. <laughs> Dedicated to the craft. Dedicated to the craft. Um... That production opened at the Courtyard Theater on December 9th, 2010, and it closed its premiere engagement on January 30th, 2011. So quick little premiere production. In 2011, the show received its West End debut and began... Did you say debut? Yeah, debut. Is it actually pronounced debut? Did I say debut? Yes. Oh, I didn't oh. hit the T. Oh, okay. Debut. <laughs> I was like, wait, am I stupid? <laughs> this whole, my whole life, I didn't know it was pronounced debut. I just start gaslighting. You're like, yeah, it's debut. Listen, people have gaslit me before. Your that whole my ass is on fire, okay? Yeah. Your ass stinks and it's on fire. <laughs> yep. Um, the show opened in the West End in 2011, beginning previews in October and then opening in November. In February of 2012, the Royal Shakespeare Company announced the show was going to transfer over to Broadway in spring of 2014. Um, And with that transfer, the only two people from the original production that made their way across the pond to New York were the original Miss Trunchbull, played by Bertie Cavill, I believe, and then Miss Honey, who was played by a woman named Lauren Ward. Those are the original. Um, and they came to Broadway? And they came to Broadway. Um, the transfer cost $16 million to produce. Fuck. It, it opened on April 11th, 2013, and it closed January 1st, 2017, after 1,555 performances. The Broadway production was nominated for 12 Tony Awards, and winning for Best Book, Best Featured Actor for Gabriel Ebert for Mr. Wormwood, Best mm. Scenic Design, Best Lighting, and then they won a special award for the for excellence in theater for the four girls who originated Matilda. Oh, cute. Yeah. I love that the girl from Hereditary has a Tony Award for Matilda. <laughs> I, I love. I love. I love. I like seeing her on TikTok. It makes me laugh. Cause yeah. Like, you, what a life you've lived. Well, and... and- her, t- I saw a TikTok of her recently talking about Matilda and her going that f- feeling if watching the trailer for the movie going 
knowing that if they had a dance call for the original cast of Matilda, I wouldn't have been on Broadway. <laughs> like, yes, truly, though. Yeah, so good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that's all the trivia I have for Matilda. Now it's a movie. There's a movie on Netflix. came out 2022. What did you think of the movie? Loved the movie. The movie is so good. I cried multiple times, yeah. which honestly is par for the course. If we're being honest, I cry a lot. Me too. Very in touch with my emotions. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, you also started your period I also literally, right literally after the movie started ended. my period as the movie was ending because they're like holding hands on the little van. There's a blood stain on my yep. couch. <laughs> Just a giant pool of blood. Yep. Couldn't get up. I was too enthralled with the film. Truly. Yeah. But it was it was beautiful. It was beautifully done. I think it's really hard for stage shows to transfer onto film. Yeah. And I think that they did a really great job. You know what I just realized? What? That we have a fucking podcast. <laughs> We do. I know. It's just been, like, I think my brain has been so, like, cluttered over the past couple months, obviously. Yeah, sure. You've got a lot going on. And doing it in person. I think I've just been able to, like, settle mm-hmm. and, like, think about us, like, doing it in person and, like... Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. We sorry. A, we... Guess what, guys? We have a podcast. Did you know? We, we have a podcast. You're listening to it right now. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, back to Matilda. Back to Matilda. That's... All the trivia I have. I, the movie though in particular, mm-hmm. I genuinely, I think I've said this about the past couple musicals I've seen, uh, movie musicals I've seen, but I think it might be one of my favorite movie adaptations. It's really, really well done. The kids are so so good. fucking good, and that girl in the fucking red beret. Yeah. Insane. Iconic. I can't wait to see someone on Drag Race dress up like her. Truly. Mm-hmm. Truly. Um, I also think that that is going to be a Halloween costume this year. It's probably going to be my Halloween costume this year, so. Dibs. <laughs> Calling it now in January. I'm going to dress up as Jennifer Coolidge in uh, A Cinderella Story. Love that. Yeah. With the what my phone background is. What if for your birthday... The theme, is Jennifer, the theme is Jennifer Coolidge, and everyone has to dress up as their favorite Jennifer Coolidge. I have a notebook now. I'm writing it down. <laughs> if so, dibs on... Oh, God. Who do I want to be? There's so many good ones. You know what? Dibs on White Lotus Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, you don't have to fight people for that one. Well, I've already I'll called it. Have it. I'll call it. It's called on it. print. Print yeah. picture. Cut. Print. It's a wrap. Um, I... Wait. And that's how I can do... A Halloween slash birthday. Exactly. Come as your... Oh, I love... Come as your favorite Jennifer Coolidge. I love that. There you go. I wrote it down. It's right there. In writing. In writing. Look. Look, podcast. Look. Do you see? Can you see it? Can you you see see it? it? Subscribe. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This visual medium. (laughs) This visual medium is fantastic. Um, Cool. Let's get into the show, shall we? Wait, but I want to talk about something about the movie. Yes, yes, okay. I thought it was absolutely perfect, mm-hmm. except for... Oh, yeah. Two very specific things. Mm-hmm. We gave it a percentile rating last night, and I said it got a 93%. Yeah. It's getting seven points off because there are two fat suits in it. Not one, but two. Yeah. One of them I'm not as bothered with, and that's uh, Emma, Emma, Thompson. Emma Thompson's, because it is more about changing the shape of her body for to make her an Olympian, mm-hmm. and, like, 
it's not so much that they're making her a heavy set person. They just gave her bigger boobs and like a yeah. squarer body shape. Yeah, they really just like squared out her shoulders. Yeah. It feels less of like, here, let's just put padding on your stomach and more of like, you know, you're an Olympic hammer thrower, so mm-hmm. you're gonna need to have like big shoulders and yeah. like a strong chest. So let's give right. you tiggle bitties. Right, exactly. Um and so it felt like they just bulked her up. Yeah. So two percent two percent off for that. Mm-hmm. Just because you know. Yeah. Um I also understood the casting reasoning for she her because she was so so, so good. good. Um so, you know, you can get away with it a little bit there. 5% off. A full fucking 5% off mm-hmm. of this amazing movie mm-hmm. for putting that poor kid who plays Bruce in a fat suit. In a really bad fat in suit. In a bad fat suit. They did not even try. It no. looked like a community theater fat suit. Yeah. He kind of looked like um, Violet from yes. Wonka. Like, I agree. Just that, like, roundness of, like, just the torso. Skinny I, little arms and legs. I genuinely thought that they were going to, like, maybe bloat him during the song Bruce. They oh, didn't. Yeah. No. 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 Also, like, they did nothing to, like, make his arms or legs bigger, his face bigger. Also, why did they cast a thin person? Like, a, a thin yeah. kid. I mean, he danced the shit oh. out of, you know. None of this is, like, a hit on his talent. No. that kid was, was very great. good. Very good. But, like, he was eating the whole movie. Like, clearly the joke was he's fat. Yeah. Which, again, like, fuck off. Sure. But why why did we cast a thin child when there are plenty of plus-size kids? Plenty of plus-size kids. The, the kid, like you the- mentioned, the kid in the show was... Yeah, there, the kid in the show was not, like, a thin kid. I just don't get it. Like, and you, and your argument cannot be, we didn't find any. Yeah. It's like, you didn't find, there, are there no plus-sized kids in all of the world? Yeah. Has childhood obesity been wiped from the planet? I I don't think so. And if the argument is, well, we couldn't find a kid that could dance, no. No. Swipe on fucking TikTok, because I can tell, there are plenty of bigger kids who are out there, putting themselves out there. No. Yeah. Also, it's, like, such a weird thing to be like, well, you know, fat people can't dance. Yeah. It's like... I just I just what? want to hear someone say the reasoning. But no one is even going to comment on it, probably. No. Yeah. Maybe more than a Tracy should do something about it. Yeah. She should have a comment about it. Oh, I'm sure she will. Yeah. She... I saw she posted she has an episode talking about the Mindy... Oh, I saw that, too. ...for her Patreon, so... If you're interested in more about this, you should check out one of Tracy Turnblad, because yeah. she talks a lot about body type and theater and entertainment stuff and, you know, being plus-sized, and she's great. Yeah, she's great. <sighs> and check out her Hairspray episode. Yeah. And she's on it. Because she is on it. Mm-hmm. It was very fitting. Are you ready to listen to Matilda? Yes. Great. I know you've never heard this story. Never once. So. Um... An ensemble of children open the show uh, with the song Miracle, which they're basically all being like, oh, my mommy says I'm a miracle. I'm the best. My parents love me so much. My mommy says I'm a miracle. Which I did not know mm-hmm. that what that what was happening in that scene. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
As they sing that, an amateur ballroom dancer, Mrs. Wormwood, gives birth to Matilda. The self-obsessed new mother is more concerned with missing a dance competition than her newborn daughter. <laughs> and her similarly, similarly shallow used car salesman husband, Mr. Wormwood, rejects the child when he realizes she is a girl. Which is so funny. He's like, where's the thingy? I know. It's... And the whole... The whole movie, he's like misgendering yeah, her. Like, like, boy. I, I just realized that they... Her brother was not in the movie. She has a brother? Yeah. She has I, a brother. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a, there's a brother. Her brother, Michael. Well, um... Time Is he in the original movie? Yeah. Oh, he's older. Mm-hmm. He's her older brother. Oh... Oh my god, I totally forgot. Huh. He eats the TV dinners with them. That's yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Totally forgot. Yeah. Well, uh, time passes, and now five-year-old Matilda, who is just, like, an extraordinary child, she reads so much, like, more than any human Human. ever could. Maybe, maybe uh, Rachel Lind. Is, yeah, yeah, Rachel Lynn is probably a close second. Um, Matilda must constantly endure the verbal abuse from her unenlightened family, including her older, less than average brother, Michael. Work. Um, Matilda retaliates by adding hydrogen peroxide to her father's hair oil, giving him a brand new bright green hairdo in the song so Naughty, which is iconic. Yeah. That is an iconic song. It really is. Like, Jack and Jill. Went up a hill to fetch, fetch a pail of water. So they say. The little, like, dances. It's like the bump, ba, bump, bump, like, posing that they do. Yeah. I want to learn those poses. I'm just going to start can. doing them on the street. Yeah. Voguing. Yeah. You're like, wow, that girl's can vogue. And you're like, no, no, I'm Matilda No, it's Matilda Ing. <laughs> Don't get it fucking twisted. Um, finding solace at the local library, Matilda distracts herself by telling Mrs. Phelps, the librarian, a story about a renowned acrobat and escapologist who yearned for a child but could not have one in the acrobat story part one. I didn't realize until watching the movie really what I knew that she was like telling a story, but I wasn't quite sure what was happening with the story she was telling by listening to the cast recording. Yeah. Um, and so, honestly, I skipped those songs a lot, because I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, this I agree. Isn't, this isn't happening to Matilda, so skip. Yeah. <laughs> um, skip. But, having seen it on film, and I'm sure it's similar on stage, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is great. The following day is Matilda's first day of school. Um, that's where you have the school song. <laughs> which is... Which, so intelligently written. Yeah. Tim mentioned really popped off. Not to mention, this was his first musical, was it not? Was it? Maybe. We'll find out. Because he's also, um, he's a stand-up comedian. That's right. Yeah. He, he, he like, does comedy music. Let me see. Um... Yeah, looks like Matilda was his first one. Matilda and then Groundhog Day. 
But yeah, I mean, he composes all the time for his comedy, but. Yeah. No. He also was uh, Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar. And he's like so good. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, of course. You know what? I said he was Jesus. He might have been Judas. Either way. Still impressive. Yeah. Either way, his voice is like insane. Yeah. Um, but the school song is like Ugh. so intelligently written. It's so smart. And like, I love when you're hearing it, like the first time they sing through it, you're just like listening to it. Yeah. And then, like the second time they're like actively being like A, B, C. And every word that they say, mm-hmm. it's not like the first letter is. Yeah. No, everything sounds like the letter you're saying. So like there's a word that says. It's like effort. Yes. for F. And, like, they literally say double U. Like, mm-hmm. double. Yeah. And then the word U. Yeah. It's like. It's. And then why? Yeah. Why? why? Oh, so good. Iconic. And that's when we get to meet Red Beret Girl. Yeah. Who is the real star of this show. God. So good. When she comes up with a lollipop. Oh. I would have been so scared of her if I was a child. Yes. But also, like, I want to be you. You were her. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Was always bullying the younger children. Always. And so, at her first day of school, her kind and compassionate teacher, Miss Honey, immediately recognizes Matilda's exceptional intelligence and recommends she be placed in the top class with the older children in the song Pathetic, which is where Miss Honey is trying to, like, pump herself up to go talk to the headmistress of the school um, to, you know, do what, you know, lift Matilda up to the higher class. So she asks, and then, unfortunately, the cruel, child-loathing headmistress, Miss Trunchbull, refuses Miss Honey's suggestion and gives her a reminder on the necessity of following the rules in the song The Hammer. Quiet, maggots, while I'm speaking. (laughs) Ah! My one real complaint with this stage production... Uh, Yeah, I know. I was going to bring it up, too. I know what you're going to (laughs) say. ...that Miss Trunchbull is traditionally played by a man. People don't... People do not consider, like, the fight for, like, women playing women. Yeah. A valuable cause. Yeah. When so many times we have, as women, we have to be like, please stop taking our roles away, especially for plus size roles. Yeah. I mean, I've said it many times. Absolutely. Well, the thing that really bothers me is that, like, all of the roles that people are like, you know what, let's cast, like, open gender. Like, whoever's best for the role can play it. The only roles they're actually doing that for are roles that are written historically for women. Yeah. It's never Seymour no. being played by a, a woman or someone who identifies as a woman. Yeah. And if it is that, there it's some, like, edgy regional theater back, like, somewhere in the yeah. upstate Albany. You know, like... Yeah, I was paying, like, $100 a week or right. something like that. Like... That's what is frustrating to me. Very frustrating. If it was all fair, 
happen even, yeah. then it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Right. But it's not fair or even. No. And so it is a big deal. And I do hear that, like, this role is, like, supposed to be almost anti-feminine. Sure. But it's, there's just, like, cast a trans man. Sure. You know, like, yeah, there's no reason that you have to have a man making fun of a woman by putting like a them cis in, man making fun of a woman. Yeah. Like putting them in a, in a, yeah, in a literal, like in doing drag and like, it just doesn't make sense to me. No, I agree. I agree. And like, it's also, it's what it tells me is that you don't think that women can physically be that strong. Yeah. Even though it's literally a woman. An Olympian an woman. An Olympian who is that strong. Like, yeah. Like, women lift weights. Limit, women, like, work out and can do difficult things. Yeah. Long story short, I'm very excited about Emma Thompson <laughs> yeah. as. Miss Trunchbull. <laughs> yes, but they, sh- like, why cast, like, this has been so primarily cast as a man. Yeah. To the point, like, didn't Christopher Sieber play it at one Christopher point? Christopher Sieber played it at one point, which, great. Great. I'm sure, like, and you know what, I'm sure the original I love the, was I love the original I the love album. the, like, vocal Oh my god. Line. Phenomenal. Quiet, maggots, while I'm speaking. Well, and Emma Thompson clearly listened to to that recording. Yeah. There are so many moments where I was like, I can hear the cadence, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, Emma Thompson is incredible. Incredible. Just incredible. Um, The hammer. Back home, Mr. Wormwood, who just lost a group sale to rich Russians, takes out his failing car sales frustrations by destroying one of Matilda's library books. Again, Matilda retaliates by adding glue to his hat in the naughty reprise. Uh, Back at school, Matilda discovers the cruel Miss Trunchbull punishes disobedient children by locking them in a small cupboard filled with sharp objects called the Chokey. When I was a child, the Chokey was one of the scariest fucking things I'd ever seen in my life. So scary. It's so scary. In the 90s movie... Horrifying. Yeah. So scary. Um, uh, she also witnesses Miss Trunchbull swing a girl by her pigtails and throw her across a field, which is like an iconic yes. Matilda moment. <laughs> so good. In the movie, it's hilarious how they do it in the movie. You can, you can see where the body becomes like a dummy. Yes. Which I love, and yeah. because the momentum hasn't quite picked up yet, yeah. and then the momentum picks up. God. It's great. But in this new movie, it was very funny, like, because it doesn't yeah. do that. Yeah. It, like, is CGI. Yeah. And it's very good CGI. Yeah. And the way her body just goes, zoom, and, like, blind. <laughs> just. Oh, And then Emma God. Thompson going, yes. Like. How good she threw it. Like, amazing. Emma Thompson should win an Oscar. (laughs) The caring Miss Honey pays a visit to the Wormwood House to share her recommendation that Matilda be placed in an advanced class. 
Mrs. Wormwood, busy at rehearsal with her dance partner Rodolfo, could not care less and mocks both her daughter and Miss Honey in the song Loud, which isn't in the movie. And which I'm is really devastating. I'm happy, but when I'm in loud. Leslie Marguerite. Is so good. Marguerite, Margarita. 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 Wow. Leslie Margarita. <laughs> Margarita. Leslie Margarita is is Mrs. Wormwood. Yeah, this she, is an amazing casting. It's an amazing casting choice. She's so fucking good. A forlorn Miss Honey feels helpless to help Matilda with the song This Little Girl. Now I will say most of Miss Honey's songs are kind of like like they're fine. Yeah. But like compared to like the school song, The Hammer, yeah. Loud, Telly. Like, she's such an ingenue. Yeah, she's such an ingenue. Uh, in the library, Matilda continues the story of the acrobat and the escapologist for Mrs. Phelps. The acrobat's sister, a former hammer thrower who enjoys frightening small children, arranged a performance that was canceled upon the news of the acrobat's pregnancy. The hammer thrower was furious and contractually binds them to perform or otherwise go to jail in the acrobat story part two. Now, here's my thought about the acrobat story. Just mm-hmm. this specific part of it. Watching the movie. The whole thing is like, I paid for all of these things. Mm-hmm. And if I have to give all these people their money back, then I won't make any money. Yeah, which is like, whatever. But... Also, everyone in the audience is so happy for them. They would probably be like, no, it's okay. You can keep our money. We're just, we're just happy to be here. Yeah. And then what? Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> is she still going to make them do this death-defying trick? The, oh, what is, it's like the. It's, it's, she is, uh, he ha he's chained upside down. Um. In a cage. In a cage. And she is doing a, a th- an acrobat throw where then she jumps off of the thing with dynamite on her head, spikes underneath her, and sharks. Yeah. <laughs> and he has to get catch her in 12 seconds. Yeah. You know, easy. 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 I and I also that. love that they're like, we're pregnant, so we're not doing it. It's like, bitch, um, I'm on my best day. I'm on my period. I'm not doing yeah. it. Hell no. I got a little sniffle. I'm not doing it. Hell no. No, thank I'm, you. I'm feeling my best. I'm still not doing I'm not it. Not doing it. I'm not doing that. I won't be doing that. Simply won't. Can't make me. Yeah. Um, back at school, a boy in Matilda's class named Bruce Bugtrotter has been caught stealing a piece of Miss Trunchbull's personal cake. This song. Oh, it's so good. Fucking slaps. As punishment, Bruce is forced to eat the entire cake in front of everyone. You liked my cake, didn't you, The Bruce? class show unanimous support for him. In the song Bruce, which is just so fucking good. It's so good. It's so good. It oh. gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling in my lower intestine. <laughs> I just, this music is so good. Mm-hmm. And I haven't listened to Matilda in a really long time until like leading up to this episode and then watching it last night. I listen to Miss Trunchable stuff a lot. It's so like intelligently written and it's so like melodically it's great just it's really interesting it's like, really interesting music yeah um it's singular like no yeah. one else is making music like that no no oh it's so good um upon finishing miss trunchbull drags bruce away to the chokey 
And that's when intermission happens. Oh. Yeah. I wondered in the movie when intermission was. Yeah, that's when intermission happens. Which I guess makes sense. It also could have been after quiet. But I guess it's not like a big... Yeah. Rousing number. Nope. It's uh, after Bruce. Which Bruce is a great song. Great song. Great song to have for your Act 1 finale. Especially because like, it's such an iconic mm-hmm. part in the... M- that like scene. Everyone who's ever... Everyone who's seen the 90s movie yeah. knows that scene very well. Yeah. Everyone had nightmares about that scene. Oh my god. Oh my god. School play. Oh. Ugh. So good. So good. Act 2. You liked my cake. Didn't you, Bruce? <laughs> Mr. Wormwood sings television's praises while denigrating the need for reading in the song Telly, which is also cut. And the man who plays Mr. Wormwood in the film is incredible. Yeah. He's so good. Well, the the woman who plays Mrs. Wormwood's incredible, is, too. Like, yes. they're so good. And it is a shame that they cut their stuff. Yeah. It, it, because they are both giving great performances. Yeah. Everyone is fantastic. Yeah. And I, so I get why they're like, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It's, it's, Something has to get cut. Yeah. Um, I do hope they release those performances for people to see. And I'm sure they Me will. too. But, oh, I love telly. All I learned, I learned from telly. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. Um, Lavender, Matilda's school friend, tells everyone she's going to put a newt in Miss Trunchbull's water jug. Work. This is a memorable scene from the movie, too. From yeah. the 90s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the children share their hopes for adulthood in the song When I Grow Up. Which makes me weep. Yeah. Like, it's just, along with, like, how well-written, like, I'm always impressed by a well-written song. Mm-hmm. But, like, lyrically... It's just, I'm in awe of, like, how something's so simple in a song that's, like, has things about, like, when I grow up, I'll eat, I'll sweets, eat sweets every day, day, and I'll stay up super late, and then right. I'll wake up on Saturday morning and watch cartoons until I can't see anymore, because I'm all grown up. Yeah. Have those things paired with, like, when I grow up, I'll be strong enough to carry all the heavy things, like... Yeah. And as it's, someone who's, like, deep, deep in therapy right now, yeah, it really hit me. Well, it also, like, totally reminds you of that innocence that you feel about getting older. Mm-hmm. And then, and compared to, and having the dichotomy of seeing Mrs. Trunchable and Ms. Honey... And they are grown. They are the grown ups that we follow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and sorry, and Matilda's parents. Yeah, and it being like that is a true telling of like I don't want to be that when I grow up. But like us as adults, look at that, and it's like you don't have any. Every adult is like that, yeah. basically. You know. Yeah. And Miss Honey is an exception, mm-hmm. but she's still childlike. Yeah. She still has this childlike whimsy, which is why she's the only one who has a, uh, the only adult who has a solo in that song. Yeah. Because she doesn't have, she's not done the growing up. Exactly. You know, that's why Trunchable doesn't like her. Yeah. But again, it's another, but I don't know, like, Mrs. Wormwood and Mr. Wormwood, I don't think they've grown up either, though. Yeah, but 
they, I don't think they've grown up, but I wouldn't call them childlike. No, they don't have innocence. No, not at all. I, I just, I really, really love that song, and it always makes me cry. Yeah. <sighs> and then go up. Oh. There's a line that is in it that is really, that, that feels like the thesis of, like, the whole show to me, and it's, um, I will pretend to not like the things that I actually really do enjoy. Yeah. Because I'm a grown-up. Yeah. Like, so it's like playing, like, kids... I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like playing kids' games. Yeah. I'll pretend I don't like it. Yeah. Because that's what you do when you grow up. You yeah. You pretend you don't like it. It's exactly. like... Exactly. Oh. Well, I... It's... It's so smart, and it's so good, and, like, just from, like, a psychological standpoint, as, you know, time goes on, we learn more and more about people and brains and how we operate and we're learning that like play even for adults is like integral to mental health yeah like integral integral it's all work and no play makes makes jack a boy (laughs) um so yeah when i grow up is just it's beautiful it's a beautiful song um matilda vows to put a stop to miss trunchbull's cruelty in the library, Matilda continues the story of the acrobat and the escapologist for Mrs. Phelps. The forced show goes well until a fatal injury at the very end where the acrobat dies in childbirth and her sister is invited to live with the newborn and the escapologist. Ugh. The hammer thrower is secretly detestable to the little girl, unbeknownst to the escapologist. In Acrobat Story Part 3. Yeah, it's... It's really so well done to see how like the story kind of mirrors Matilda's own and like not necessarily exactly her own but like her emotional story yeah so like when things are good for her things are like rising in the story and then things fall Mm -hmm. and ugh it's yeah it's very very good um an ecstatic mr wormwood returns home having sold the cars to a group of russians using dishonest methods which disappoints matilda when she scolds him he locks her in her bedroom where she finishes the story of the acrobat and the escapologist after years of cruelty from the hammer thrower aunt the escapologist father discovers the truth he vows to always be there for his daughter and goes out to find the aunt but is never seen again in Acrobat Story Part 4 slash I'm Here. Devastating. 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 Uh, I also cried during that part. Yeah, me too. It's like... Ugh. And, like, watching Matilda, like, tell the story and then, like, how the story kind of, like, envelops her and, like, you see the dad from the story, like, pick Matilda up and, like, put Matilda to bed. Yeah. Oh, and to tell and tells the dad not to cry. Yeah. So, um, the following day, Miss Trunchbull puts Miss Honey's students through a rigorous physical education class in the smell of rebellion. Best song in the fucking show, and you cannot tell me otherwise because it is jazzy and funny. Oh yeah, and it's just like so brassy. It's so good. Oh, it's so yeah, that, when and then in the and in the stage show. 
when he goes um, double time do, 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 and yeah. like looks at the yeah. at the um, conductor conductor to, to do that. Love, love when that. they do that. Love oh, me too. Love when they talk directly into the bit. Discipline, discipline. So oh. good. Yeah. Emma Thompson had a hard time keeping up in that song. She did, and that was. But she did great. She yeah. But you could hear like ah, that is yeah. Not yeah. It's tricky. It's a tricky, it's a, it's a difficult song. song yeah. So you know, takes that breath support. Yep, and she probably has some trouble breathing on oh that God, padding on her top half. Could not imagine. I don't remember. It didn't look to me like there was much padding on her like bottom half. No, it was all on her top, oh. like shoulders and tits. Yep, and yep. like <laughs> that was wild. She was so funny though with the on the swing. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Just like. And then when she was like dancing, yes. like imagine a world with no children. children, just dream. <laughs> so cool. oh my god, I love Mrs. Trunchbull. She's so funny. After Miss Trunchbull discovers the newt in her water jug, she begins to punish an innocent student. Matilda discovers <sighs> she can move things with her mind and tips over the water jug, causing the newt to climb up Miss Trunchbull, scaring her off. In the song "Quiet." Oh, which is another song that makes me cry. It's, it is so good. And like, I love this word dichotomy, but like the dichotomy between like when she's angry and like, it's so wordy and so like, and she's like, I'm not explaining myself right, but she's like tripping over her own words. And then the simplicity of quiet. Yeah. Ah, it's so good. It's so well written. Yeah. I read something online that was like <clears throat> talking about the song Quiet and it was like the song Quiet is a perfect example, a beautiful perfect example of like what dissociation can be. Mm, well, yeah. Especially for children where yeah. it's like you are becoming so overwhelmed by all, whatever the stimulus is around you mm -hmm. that it's like you disconnect. Wow. And it's just quiet Ugh. so good so good and the girl that plays matilda in the matilda movie fucking kills it she's actually so good she's from the minute the movie starts you know so she's like good. got this yeah i couldn't even hate her she was so good yeah you said and normally you. i hate children in movies because i'm like i could do that yeah no she was very good yeah, she was very good Quiet. An astounded Miss Honey invites Matilda over for tea, where the two discuss they both have less than ideal family lives. <laughs> Miss Honey, <sighs> excuse me, tells Matilda about her terrible aunt who raised her as a child after her parents died. Miss Honey was legally contracted to pay her aunt back for every expense she procured as a child and now lives in, sere in a serenely... And now lives... In serenity in an old shed. In serenely. <laughs> the song My House. Now, I do have a question. How can a how can someone contract a child? A child isn't old enough to sign a contract. And I don't think you can have a contract that like Also don't think you can be like, I've raised you. Give me money for raising you. Listen, at the spoiler alert, friends. She also takes a child with no birth certificate, no social security card, no anything. That's true. At the end of the movie, so. <laughs> That's true. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and just says, ah, this is my school now. Like, yeah. it's, 
Yeah. There is no paperwork. This is my There's school. no legality. I have the keys now. Yeah. It's anarchy. Yeah, fully. Yeah. Which is very playful and childlike. So, see? She's a child. She's a child. Um, I'm a <laughs> there's, there's only one thing worse than a child. No. No. That's <laughs> truly, I think, one of the best vines ever. It's so funny. Um, Matilda realizes that Miss Honey is the real-life child of the acrobat and the escapologist, and her aunt is Miss Trunchbull. At school, Miss Trunchbull forces Lavender to chokey for making by making up a word she cannot spell during a spelling test. So good. Which is a really funny scene. Yeah. It's like, actually, you missed the silent V. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, like, Miss Trunchbull looking crazed as fuck. Oh. Yes. Just a woman on the brink. Yeah. Uh, the children rebel by misspelling words. Ah. Uh. Which is, like, a beautiful moment when you don't realize quite what's next. Yeah. Because, you know, they're like... Cat. C-A-F. Now you have to put me in chokey, too! Yeah, and so they all, like, misspell a word in solidarity. It's very, oh, captain, my captain of them. Very. Um, and then she, like, pulls a chain and, like, <laughs> curtains rise and you see she has, like... 30 chokies around the room. And it's like, and you can tell that the school has been like torn the fuck apart. Because she's just taken doors off of things and created these chokies. And that's why she looks so disheveled. And she's like, <laughs> I love it's, it so much. It's phenomenal. It's, it is the same energy to me as um, the uncle in Harry Potter in the first movie when he's like, no post on Sunday. No, yes. It's the same. No post on Sunday. Same energy. Uh. Um, unknown to the students, Miss Trunchbull has built many chokies. Matilda, using her newfound powers, moves the chalk on the chalkboard, terrifying Miss Trunchbull into believing the ghost of her dead brother is out to get her. I'm so curious how they do this in the show. I am too. I'm, just, I'm curious how they do any of the magic in the show. Yeah. Mm. Is there digital screens? I don't think so. I don't remember there being digital digital screens in, like, the clips that I watched. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of blocks and a lot of swings. Because, like, in, I think in the song I Grew Up, they're, like, swinging. And I remember seeing that and being like, I want to swing on stage. That looks like fun. Um... The children celebrate her screaming exit and their freedom in the song Revolting Children, which fucking slaps. It's so good. The kid that plays Bruce gets an incredible little solo part. We get yeah. red. Whoa. Never again. Oh. So good. And you get Dance Red Beret Girl just dancing her little dancing, life out. Dancing like her life depends on it. It's phenomenal. Um, and the spelling again like we're back in the spell like Uh, tim i also love when one girl's like everyone's like let's let's write things on the chalkboard and there's a one kid that's like take a hockey stick and use it as a sword it's like yeah like melissa Calm down. Melissa, you good? Yeah. Okay, not time for your psychopathic tendencies. Yeah, let's chill out, girl. At the library, Miss Phelp, Mrs. Phelps and Miss Honey reveal that after Miss Trunchbull ran away, Miss Honey's parents also disappeared. Everything was bequeathed to Miss Honey, after all, and she is also made the new headmistress. 
Matilda has lost her powers, and Miss Honey feels helpless that this special child is being reared in an unloving household. The Wormwoods arrive at the library in an anguished rush, telling Matilda they are fleeing to Spain after the <laughs> Russian mafia discovered they had sold them broken cars. So good. Which is, like, phenomenal. Miss um, Honey asks if Matilda can stay with her, but Sergei of the Russian mafia arrives before a decision can be made. Thoroughly impressed by Matilda, Sergei agrees to leave the Wormwoods alone as long as they never have to deal with Mr. Wormwood again. Oh. Um, it is agreed that Matilda will now live with Miss Honey. <laughs> Bows slash when I grow up reprise. I love in the 96 movie that they're like, oh, Matilda went to the library and got adoption paperwork and is just carrying it around with her just in case. Just in case. Because at least then it's like, well, there's paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, not in the show though. No. They're no. like, can you just take her? I would love to. Yeah. Oh, and that's Matilda. I love it. I love this show so much. I love I've it too. I've forgotten how much I liked it. It's, a, in my opinion, a better Annie. Yeah. You've got the rooster and Miss Hannigan. Mm-hmm. You've got the daddy, well, you've got the Grace. Yeah. Um, Daddy Warbucks is like, I don't know. He's the school, I guess. Yeah. Um, and well, then, yeah, what, you've got all the kids who are, the, like, the maids, you know, yeah. they're like, oh, we're f- teaching you how to be a child. Yeah. It's great. It's so good. And there are, like, you've got your rooster. You've also got, like, a Lily St. Regis type. Who? As, um, Mrs. Wormwood. And oh, then Miss Hannigan. Oh, duh. Sorry. I was thinking of, like... Miss Hannigan and Rooster were warm, but yes, you're right. Yes, Miss Hannigan is absolutely trunchable, duh. Yes, and then you've got Lily St. Regis and and Rooster. Yeah, absolutely. Duh. Yeah. What am I saying? I you think Seymour. I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's great, and I'm sure it's a really difficult show to do. Oh my goodness. I'm sure it's a really difficult show to do because there are so many kids in it. Oh my god, so many. So many children. I mean, they had four Matildas on Broadway, just alternating performances. Yeah. Um, and then, like, what do you do with the other kids? Like, do they just have, like, four casts in general? I have no idea. That must be so pricey. Yeah. I mean, kids probably don't make quite as much as the adults do, so. I don't know. I don't know. If you were a child in the Broadway production of Matilda, message us and let us know how much you got paid. Yeah. A week. A week. Yeah, we don't need to know how much total, but the week. I would be curious to know how much a kid gets paid to be on Broadway. How much yeah. do you think the baby from the ferryman made? <laughs> like the like Can't even literal think about infant. That. I don't know. And like, does that child get? Is that child equity? And does that child get it, or is it the, mm, the parents? Or the just parents. Take it? Yeah, that's well. That's a tricky thing about. They're getting paid to get to have babysitters. Yeah. Yeah. I part of me I'm torn about child actors. I think there's been a we can see that there's been a lot of bad mm-hmm. be, that has happened to these children as they've gotten older. Um but it's also like you know, if a kid is talented then like Fuck it. Fuck it. But, yeah. So I'm torn about child actors. But Yeah. I don't know either. That's just me. But the little girl that plays Matilda is fucking good. So she's allowed. She can do it. Yeah, she's allowed. She can do it. Um, 
Well, that's what for the boredom. We want to drink past this day. I usually, I mean, I'm going to take my time. I have no time. Oh, is that good? I was like, no, I got, I want to go run out and get some. <laughs> then I would be like, no. No. <laughs> yes, I have. Do you want one? Yes, I do. One more round of beer? Ooh. Yes. No, no. Quick little cookie break. And you see, I put the cookies into the safe here. See? <laughs> yeah, they're all locked up in this nice metal safe here. Well, Are you ready to Dreamcast? Yeah. All right. So I Dreamcast um, Mr. Wormwood, Mrs. Wormwood, Miss Trunchbull, and Miss Honey. Yeah. Cool. I didn't do Matilda because, like, how can you? It's a child. Um, cool. So who would you like to start with? I guess Miss Honey. Great. Miss Honey is Miss Honey, right? You're right. She is. Um... So my first thought was, like, a young Audra McDonald. Yeah. I think would be beautiful. I also think Brittany Johnson, who we saw as Glinda, mm-hmm. would be really good. <clears throat> and then I was like... I'm more interested in her as Wormwood. Yeah. I also think she would be great as Miss Wormwood. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really, I really like the idea of Audra. I think her, like, my house would just be, like, Gorgeous. beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. So I stuck with Audra. I actually said Bonnie Milligan for this. I would be so into that. Yeah. I think watching someone who has so much strength have it, like, capped because she was taught she can't use that strength, but then being able to access it later, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I just think that would be so interesting and, like, a really beautiful challenge to witness. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see Bonnie Milligan do a little ingenue track. I would love to see Bonnie Milligan do an ingenue track. Yeah. And this is a good one. Yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Miss Honey, do we want to do the Wormwoods? Yes. All right. I feel like they're a pair. I feel like you can't cast one and not the other. Like, they need to be two people who are working together. You know what I mean? Sure. So, for my pairing, this is, and this is my dream cast Mm -hmm. pairing. That is what we're doing. Dreamcast. Oh, I felt like my dad when I said that. So my dream Mr. and Mrs. Wormwood are Tim Curry and Carol Burnett. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Another reason in my head why I said Miss Hannigan and yeah. Rooster. I I Dreamcast this like a week and a half ago. Oh, wow. So, because so, I was just like, I was typing up the like trivia stuff mm-hmm. and I was like okay well I'll just go ahead and like think of some I'll think of a couple Dreamcast people and I'll add right. more later and I was doing I was like oh my god Tim Curry and Carol Burnett yes yeah. and then when you said Annie I was like you're right <laughs> it is and it that's is. why I'm, that's where my mind went yeah yeah but like oh my god Tim Curry would be so fucking good yeah he really would um okay so I have a few for this for these guys. Let's hear. Um, mine are not in, uh, 
I have one that is a pairing, but I'm not super, I don't feel super strongly about one side of it. But I'm going to start with Mrs. Wormwood first. Okay. Bernadette Peters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were on the same journey. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so Bernadette Peters. Mm-hmm. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I wrote someone's initials, and now I don't know who I mean. Um, what are the initials? I can't tell if it's JC or SC. I think it's JC. JC. Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yes, you got it. <laughs> Take her out of the doll's house and put her in <laughs> yes. this. Um, JC. Wow, I really don't know. Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, I was on the tip of my tongue. Um, who knows? So anyway, um, so for Mr. Wormwood, Mm -hmm. my number one choice, John Lithgow. (gasps) Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I'm into that. Right? Mm -hmm. Number two, Norbert Leo Butts. Yes. I had that thought as I was, like, going to bed one night, and I was like, I need to remember to put Norbert Leo Butts as Mr. Wormwood, yeah. and then I forgot, so I'm so glad you remembered. So, that was my yeah. pairing, is Norbert Leo Butts and Sherry Renee Scott, but I don't, I don't feel as strongly about Sherry Renee Scott yeah. as Mrs. Wormwood. <sighs> but Norbert Leo Butts is, like, a perfect Mr. Oh my he, perfect Mr. Wormwood. So good. And then, last but not least. Last but not least. Gavin Creel. <gasps> yeah. 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 I mean, this is basically his character from She Loves Me, but if that character was white trash. Fully. The wolf. Yeah. Ugh. And the princes, I mean, like. Yeah. So good. I'm really upset that I can't remember this last one, because it was like a thought that I had last minute, and I was like, oh my god, this one would be amazing. Yeah. No, I can't remember who. Hmm. Oh well. Oh well. Um... And last, but certainly not least, we have Miss Trunchbull. Ms. I have a lot. Miss Trunchbull was really difficult for me because what I really wanted more than more than anything, anything in, the, in world. the world was I really wanted it to be like a tall woman. Mm. I really wanted a tall woman. And why don't you do that in front of the microphone every time? <laughs> yes, he's like, I gotta let the people hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, more than anything in the world, I wanted her to be tall. Figuring out Broadway actresses' heights, very difficult to do. I'm sure. Um, all the ones I could find, the tallest of them were 5'9". Work. And I'm like, that's not tall enough. No. I want, like, an Amazon. I did find out that Elaine Stritch was 5'7", which means she was taller than me, which has changed the way I look at her entirely. Oh, really? I thought yeah. she was taller. Oh, I thought she was, like, my height or shorter. Wow. Um, so, instead of picking a tall woman, because I couldn't find one, I decided to pick a woman who was tall in spirit. <laughs> and that person is Kayala Settle. Work. Work. Yeah. She would be great. Oh, yeah, she would... Ugh! Um, so good. I cheated and said Beth Malone... Still good casting. Can you please? Do you not agree? <laughs> Shush. Um, Jen Colella. Yes. And Amy Jo Jackson. You've talked about her before. Yeah. She's fierce as fuck. She's too young. Yeah. But she'd okay. be great. 
Also, one that I thought of last minute, and I don't know her name um, off the top of my head, but <laughs> sir, um, is she's the she's from um, <laughs> Orange Is the New Black. Mm. Which character do you remember? She plays. She's short, and she has like punk rock hair. She's a lesbian. Um, Leia Delaria. Yes! Yes, 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 yes. So when you said tall, I was like, oh. <laughs> no, I love that. That's really great casting. Yeah. I'd be very, very into that. I also, I just had a thought. Glenn Close. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, though. I mean... <gasps> Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman as... As the Warwoods. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine Nick Offerman... Grounded Nick Offerman <laughs> as Mr. Wormwood. I, I would I would pay to see it. If anything, Megan or Megan Lally and Sean Hayes. Yes. There. That there go. that is good casting. Yeah. And then um for You can no, you can see uh Nick Offerman like with his little giggle, like <laughs> like Yeah. I guess I'm just imagining him from his like Parks and Rec days being like everything I learned from Telly. <laughs> Which is very different energy than the man um, who plays it on Broadway gives, and the yeah, tell the film man as well. I can, I can see him in his like giggly state, like yeah. Ugh. Oh my god! Speaking of Parks and Rec listeners, I sold Amy Poehler t-shirts <gasps> like a week ago. Oh yeah, and it was. Insane. I I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this, but looking someone in the eye after you've read their memoir, mm. very strange experience. Because I looked at her and I was like, I know all about you. I know what your pussy looks like. <laughs> I know all about you. But now I'm like, oh, maybe maybe she'll come back and she'll bring her good friend Aubrey Plaza. Ugh. Did you see she's hosting SNL? I did see she's hosting SNL, which is like. Yes, 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 yes. Exciting. Love. Love, love, love. Aubrey Plaza. I, yeah, I fucking love her. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's Matilda. That's um, all, folks. Yeah, that's all. Um, a, a darling little show. A darling little show. A darling little show. Um, I'm really excited to see what new productions we get of it. You know, especially now that we've had the Netflix movie. Yeah, makes think- me excited for my career. Your career as Mrs. Wormwood into Miss Trunchable. Yeah. I love the Miss Wormwood to Miss Trunchable pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Um, next episode, we're also talking about, like, another movie from our childhoods turned into a musical. Um, also, incredibly dark and... Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, filled with also, spooky things. Oh no, Leslie Kritzer is in that one. Yes, has a different Leslie. Um, we won't say whether it's the one Slee likes or not, <laughs> but you can guess. Um, we're talking about Beetlejuice, Ooh. the musical, which is, I believe, currently still running. Yeah, it closes, at, uh, in two days. <gasps> January well, 8th. Well, by the time we release the episode, it will be freshly closed, yeah. but, um, well... Can't wait to talk about it then. Yeah. Because what we say, I know we have a lot of effect on how ticket sales go, so really? I'm excited. But we might just bring a show back. You know what? 
Us alone. Us alone. Bringing it back. And you know, Beetlejuice. One more <laughs> time. It would actually make sense to say it three times. Yep. Do it three times. Oh, like Winter Garden, Marriott, Marquee. Playhouse 46. Playhouse 46, <laughs> baby. No, please don't kick us out. Well, in March. That's the show that dropped That's out. The that was show supposed that to. Out. Yeah. They're like, we really want to do a cool, edgy off Broadway production now. <laughs> no one ever knows. That no one knows. Yep. All right. The smell of rebellion. Okay, that's it. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to This Podcast Won't Run a Week. If you'd like to support us, be sure to rate, review, follow, like, and subscribe wherever you listen. If you're interested in additional very cool content, you can head over to patreon.com slash thispodcastwon'trunaweek. You can check out all of our social media information as well as performance links in the description of this episode. Thanks for listening. We love you lots. Goodbye. Cookies in safe? Mm-hmm. You can come out? That's right. The cookies are in the safe.